Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Well, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you all back for another episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz. So many of you know we come here to get gritty. We come here to celebrate the grace that we need to give not only ourselves, but everyone else in our life, but also celebrate the glitz, all of the fabulous things that we are doing each and every day in life. And today I am so excited to have an absolutely go-get-getter type woman um, in my path with us today on Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Her name is Michelle Penneth, and she's not only a successful business owner, but she's a motivational speaker. She really inspires female entrepreneurs to absolutely create their best life possible. She's the host of Beat Goes On podcast, and Beaton has grown to encompass more than 200 women using her natural products to create their own businesses. She's Mm -hmm. the founder of Beaton Sunless, but she she truly is just at the beginning of all of her many aspirations, encouraging for uplifting other women in the industries and walks of life. If you're looking for business coaching, day-to-day encouragement, or the perfect tan, let me tell you, Michelle is your girl. Welcome, mm-hmm. Michelle. Yes, and thank you so much. I don't know who wrote that, but that is a very kind <laughs> um, bio. I think it's my girl, Mary, uh, at B-Tan. So the name of the company is B-Tan, and it's, it's a der- the active ingredient is derived from sugar beets. So... Um, the beat goes on podcast is also spelled like B E E T, like the sugar beet, uh, or like the vegetable, the root vegetable. Um, and it was a, it was a play on words because beat tan, my company has, is my baby. I love it so much. And I do, I help women, um, learn how to own their own spray tan business based off of my success. I have a six figure business with multiple locations here in Savannah and I started from nothing. So once I developed my own product line, I, um, I I started teaching it. I started teaching how to spray tan. So that's how I got here. So yeah, it's that's it's a strange name, but there was no other way to do it because it's it's a you turn your you get tan from beets. So beet tan but, was But isn't that such a beautiful thing? And I love that it's so natural and I love that it has such a meaning mm-hmm. behind it, but it's so different and it's something you're not gonna forget, right? Like it's not yeah. just any sunless tan. Tanner, it's something that is like yeah. so special that you've created. Mm-hmm. And that's I worked a- with a very special, I worked with many beauty chemists, but the very first one was, um, her name was Kathy. Shout out to Kathy. Um, and she just kind of helped me understand the science. I was already spray tanning. I'd been for years and years. I was a little frustrated with certain things of it. Honestly, I just wanted it to, a lot of, you know, we know those self tanning companies go so dark. I want to be dark, dark, dark. I just wanted to just have a little color. I didn't want anything crazy. I didn't want bronzers. I just wanted. Give me the glow. Give me the glow. Yeah, just give me the glow. So I just really simplified it. 
and made it easier, which simplified it. I, I was doing it for myself so I could show up at people's houses, spray and not make a mess and not have many 10 different colors and additives to choose from. I just wanted to be able it to be uh, it, to work on everyone. Exactly. Universal product. I simplified it for myself. And then I found that, that the customer, my customer, that's what they loved and appreciate. So my tribe of women and customers found me and hence all since then. So I'm, I'd like to say, you know, I'm no brand basher. They're all good. There's a lot of great products out there, but I just wanted to simplify it, make it clean, you know, clean ingredients, clean, but also clean. Like you can sleep on white sheets with B-Tan. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Oh my goodness. That needs to be like your tagline. So let me ask yeah. you a question, like how this all came about. Like what did you originally want to be when you like were like a little girl and dreaming oh, of like what life That's would so look fun. like and where you're at now? So I wanted to be an infomercial queen. <laughs> I wanted to be on infomercials or commercials. Truth be told, that's, um, or I wanted, I was always performing or singing in the mirror. So I was either doing commercials. Now I cannot sing. So that was never going to happen. Um, but I, I really wanted to, I don't know. That's what I did it as a kid. I was in front of the mirror with products in the house selling them. Oh my goodness. So this was always kind of like in your quote unquote DNA. It was I always think like, so. you know, as you get in the world is crazy because the fear of the world pops in. I think I lost a little bit of that spirit, um, you know, from things that happened in life. I had, I lost my dad really young. Um, so I think some like trauma played in and you kind of lose yourself sometimes with trauma. And I just kind of became a workaholic instead. And, and I knew I was good at sales. So I went to sales, but as a little girl, I really, I wanted to be famous or own a commercial. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know, I'm so glad you brought up trauma. Um, I know that wasn't necessarily an avenue we were going to go down today. And not that I want to go too far down it, but what I, mean, I want to. I'm I the want... most vulnerable person you'll ever meet. I think if it can help anyone, I'm here for it. Perfect. Well, I love that because, you know, trauma, um, for many of my listeners know, you know, I was brutally assaulted last year on June 16th, oh almost murdered. And I actually just oh delivered gosh. a TEDx um, called the audacity to be resilient, right? Mm -hmm. And you too, right? Like, and I'm not, mine sounds bad, but it was really 45 seconds of my life, right? I was beaten mm -hmm. really hard for 45 seconds where you lost your dad. You have to deal with that for the next, mm -hmm. you know, X amount of decades, right? Yes. So I'm not, every trauma is different and it looks mm -hmm. different. And so, but I think what you said is like, because of that trauma, you've created this resilience and you've created this mm -hmm. power and you're like, and it's I'm funny this week, that day. word keeps coming up over and over this morning. I seriously think I know that you floated into my life for a reason, but I, um, and through social media. So there is positivity to social media. <laughs> I will put that out there just yes, because it's, amen. it's been happening to me a lot lately. But this morning I sent, I wish if I had my phone by me, I'd prove it to you, but I sent my team here at beat tan. I sent them, um, the song called resilience. I'll send it to you too. Um, this morning. And I'm going to send, I'm going to email you. Oh my I'm God, gonna, you have to. I'm going to mess it. I'm going to seriously, when we hang up, I'm going to snapshot what I sent my team. And I'm going to send you the song because it um, because I was like, this is just like it's a proud thing. It's, you know, your projection is perception. It's really is like I really at one point in my life, like looked at resilience like I, I can handle anything. So I was always in like survival mode. And just recently in the last year, um, have I 
taken myself out of survival. And I, another one of the things I do in the mornings, I say, let me be like water. I want to flow a little more. I don't want to mm. always be like armor on. I want to flow a little more. And right. so I've learned how to take trauma and bad things that have happened to me all these years and be resilient, but also like own that resilience instead of being ashamed of it. Yeah. And with how res- do you do that every day though? Like how do you show up when it does hurt or when it does feel painful? I think I, well, I have a morning alignment and this, you know, I, we talked about what we were talking about on here. So I'll just go through it. I have a morning alignment that I do and um, I have very, tons of very special women in my life that I know that God universe has brought me. I know, I know that I know because I, whether it be through a podcast, social media, or in my community or through my company or a friend of a friend, I have some really amazing freaking women in my life. And yes, I absolutely do. And I, um, I do a morning alignment. So I wake up and I, uh, I, I journal, I meditate, I pray, I breathe. I don't, I'm not, I was never really good at breathing before I realized. <laughs> so breath is crazy. Do you know how many of us, especially high, mm-hmm. high functioning um, females, high hold, energy, yeah, hold all of our like, uh, and I'm showing this and no one's going to see this, but we really show all of our breath in like the mm-hmm. first third of like our diaphragm, right? Yeah. Like, and you can feel it. Allowing mm-hmm. it to go all the way down. Even talking about it, like I can remember it, like the muscle memory of like yeah. the reaction of doing that. So that is how I do that. And I am human. So there are days that are bad. In fact, the day you messaged me about coming on the podcast, I was having a day. Yeah. And I take, whether it's getting out in nature, putting on my headphones, putting on some music, which I'll send you again, I'll send you that playlist. I just kind of, I get, I change, you can change the thought, you can change the emotion. We are the only people in control of ourselves. If you're finding, trying to find it, which I was trying to find things outward, um, which really I needed to just take a breather and realign my mind and my mindset. And that is how I hope I answered your question, right? Like that is how I kind of get, get, get back on tracking and, and really, you know, back on who, who and what I'm truly here for. Well, it really goes back to how you practice your self-care and self-love. Mm-hmm. And basically exactly. what you're saying is, listen, I need to give myself that oxygen first, all mm-hmm. the way down, right? I can't give mm-hmm. myself a third of that oxygen. It needs to be fully within me, whether mm-hmm. that's your breath work or your meditation or just a timeout. You're walking away from like, right. Hey, listen, Sometimes it's go- on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not always like a glorified like pillow in a, by a tree. It's legit sometimes like, I'll be back. I'm going to go sit on the toilet. But I, it's, I, and that's, I'm just being honest. No, and we're so gritty here. We're so honest on Grit Grace yeah. and And that's how we like, honestly, like it doesn't have to be. I think people feel like they have to have the perfect Zen room, exactly. the waterfall and the candles. Like lit. that's no, just for pictures on social media. Right? Like, like that's just, it's sometimes I just pull my car over. I mean, I don't sometimes, sometimes it's in the morning. I had some terrible, sometimes I'll have some like uh drama dreams or trauma, trauma, drama dreams. I just made that up. Yeah. And I'll wake up with anxiety from a narrative in my dream from my past. It's like, so I, this has happened. I've, been doing a lot of self-help and I think as you work on yourself sometimes your subconscious is like vomiting old stuff so you just have to push through um and it can be very uh distracting and discouraging yeah so sometimes 
that moment is just in the morning. I put, I have a playlist. I just get back what I have a playlist that I listen to and I don't get out of bed and I just lay there and breathe and just talk myself back into truth. Yes. Really. Yes. And, but it's mm-hmm. okay to be in that moment. Like, and I think that's the best exactly. part of self-care and self-advice you're giving mm-hmm. everyone that's listening is like, be in that moment, but have mm-hmm. a mechanism to get, have the lifeboat to get out of it. Right. We're not yeah. telling you, don't be sad. And you don't can rule the sad. world, dude. You can have, like, there's no, I, it is so freeing when I'm like, I was in the worst mood this morning and I felt it. And now I get excited about that, knowing that I have, I have that ability, that power, power is a strong word, but it really is a, an inner power that we have. We all you, have it. You've built your life preserver. My life preserver is going to look different mm-hmm. than someone else's. And that's yeah, okay. I love that you've built what really works for you, right? Exactly. Doesn't mean it's always going to be blown up perfectly or in the exact position, but you always find a way to find it to bring yourself back afloat. Right. right? And I like what you said about being present that I struggled with being present a lot in my life. I was always like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And only in the last year have I really practiced being more present. Um, and people thought I was successful before, but, um, I, I didn't stop and smell the roses. As they say, like I didn't really stop to enjoy the journey or any of it. Um, and that's a dangerous place to be. That's why there are people that make millions and millions and millions. Uh, and, you know, they, they seem very stressed out, you know, it's, you got to stop and enjoy the journey. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's hard in this go, go, go society with social media and, you know, the Joneses are ahead of the Smiths and the blah, blah, blah. And like, dude, if I'm comparing myself to everyone, I'm always behind. Always, always. You're always, and I was just going to say that, right? So, you know, I think people probably, that's probably an area where people misunderstand you. They look at you, they're like, she's beautiful. She has everything together. She, everything Dude, I was like, crying last week. Right? <laughs> so, you just have to find, get recentered. Right? But would that be something like, if, you know, I would ask you like, hey, what do people not know about you? What do they misunderstand about you? What would that be? Um, Well, actually just playing off of that, I think people misunderstand me for being like money and success driven, which what I really am is love driven i Mm. love love makes me happier than anything and i really am a girl's girl i'm a woman's woman i really it was just funny because i have a son i'm a single mom of a son and i love him dearly too but i think i've i know that my because as i people know me as like the hustler the whatever especially here in savannah and she's successful and she's blah 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 but really it's love like when Mm. i get a kind word or a hug or a look in the eyes or something special that my product's done for someone in a more emotional way than a vanity way i am very love driven and i think because i was going 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 for so long i when i did stop and smell the roses and really like listen to myself love is really my passion it's um connecting with people i i just really thrive off of that so and everything brings us back to love right because exactly. if we don't have self-love we can't give it out to everyone else mm-hmm. and i think what you're saying it's so funny i actually just did a uh group like uh it was like a group session this week and we went back through our love language mm-hmm. And mine is active service and, you know, active, like, uh, affirmation. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love like, yeah, there's, you know, human touch and there's gifts, but like, that's less important to me really feeling Mm -hmm. like I have created 
value to someone else and someone just verbally says that I always tell say that to my husband I'm like mm-hmm. listen I was like you don't need to buy the roses or the this I was like mm-hmm. it's just tell me like some if you really feel that way right like you know what I mean yeah don't tell me and lies don't don't <laughs> don't bullshit me because I'll read right through it exactly right so tell me the truth but you know I think it's so important and I think we authentic got- love and lo- whether it's love words love actions is priceless and priceless and I, I think at one point in my life, I thought that people that were successful money-wise were better than me or whatever. And that's not, I don't know. I've just really, I don't know if it was like turning 40 or now parenting. I had my son at 18, so I had him really young. And I, I think teaching adulting is hard. Mm-hmm. So I think I am now like really engulfed in like making sure he knows things that I'm finding out now. And I'm very like I'll drive him crazy. I send him audio messages all the time. Like anytime I read something a book, I like send it to him. But after years of doing that, the kid is listening. Of and course they are. And they're watching everything you're doing. Even though he's like, gosh, mom sent me another like self-help <laughs> quote. I don't know. But I said stuff. I like I it's funny, but I really like watching people thrive and grow and and I love loving them through it. Um, I have a girlfriend who opened up a salon kicking and screaming. Like I said, if you don't, I also have my real estate license here. So I like guided her through like the real estate side of it. And she opened up her own salon and she was freaking terrified. And I, and now she's like coming on the other side of it two years later. And it's been stressful. And there are nights I was like, I just sat there and let her cry with wine. Cause I know how scary it can be. Um, but she pushed through and she did it. And I'm so proud of her. And that there is no better feeling than it's all, it's like helping someone climb a mountain. There's just no, that is better oh. than money. That is better than money for me, which is why like this business is so important for me because I started from nothing and I help women start their own business. So we help with like the business coaching uh, in regard, I stay in my lane. Like I help my friend with the salon, but like I stay in my lane. Like I know how to make a spray tan business successful. I can help you do that if it's something you're interested in and you have a, you're a part of a tribe and a family for life. And we have great products too. <laughs> like it's all right. 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 You it's know? all full circle. Right. Right. And I have a lot of experience with the products, but the passion behind the, the, the love, the love I have for women, especially like a woman who needs something that's her own, which is, was me, something to give her confidence, something that, you know, maybe she stays at home. Maybe she hates her job. Maybe she just loves making people feel good. Like the list goes on and on a why the 200 partners have signed up. Um, I don't take a percentage from them. I do the training and that's that. And they go on their way because in my early twenties, I did a franchise and I just, with this, this business, particular business, I do not think the franchise model works for the structure I want right? and the outcome I want with the women. Now, have I had many investors knock at my door and try to talk me into it? Yes, but I'd have nothing against franchising. And, you know, in fact, who knows what the future holds for me with other business ventures? I'm not against a franchise. I just think with this structure and the passion and the, the goals that I have for it, it does not, it's not in alignment with, with beat tan. I don't care that the, the partner may only bring in a hundred dollars a month. I don't care if it makes her happy to have her own business and have her own Instagram and her own website and her own, like this makes her feel good. She's busting her ass as a mom. She's coming home from that job and she loves her 10 customers a week that come in and feeling bad and leave out or whatever, you know, leave yeah, right. 
better than when they like there is just something special about that energy that i'll pass along now some of them are thriving and open up their own storefronts but and some of them are hairstylists and added it on as an extra income like it's, right. it, the franchise model doesn't work i've had many investors knock on my door they know better than me like what blah 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 i had to start my i had to go with my heart yes so, and a very long day, way to answer your question no, but, but it comes full circle and i yeah. love the example that you give back to love and back to what your motive is you know and with that being said i think it just it says so much about you right at the end of the day like i think we say like oh yeah we all want the shiny object and we want the mm -hmm. bigger car and the nicer house and the more money in the bank and blah, 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 like you said yeah <laughs> what's what do we what's that legacy we really want mm -hmm. right and um, so I think and when I changed my life and started living that way, I saw it, the person I saw it in the most, even though my business is very much female, everything is female. The person I saw it the most in was my son. And when I did that fundraising event that we were talking about before we started the podcast, I just so everyone knows I did a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's event. I had to dance in front of a thousand people. I raised $54,000. It was the scariest thing ever. My son was a part of like getting the crowd motivated to hype up for the dance because I had 10 other contestants um the kid cried after his mom's performance and it wasn't it was just we've come so far and and it it wasn't the business is booming we've made money like we've had really high moments where the money was there but to see my kid cry at a fundraising event that was fun and it was because i i know it was because despite all the success, I it was important for me to give back, do something to give back in the community. Um, and my kids felt it. And that is and the best example. you cannot put a price tag on that. Mm -mm. No, and I was like, why are you crying? Right. <laughs> and then when I came out, I had friends, I had 180 people show up for me to cheer me on at the event. They all had like things that they were waving, like these disco lights. Um, it was incredible. It was a great, I, and I know that's why my kid cried because it wasn't about how much money my company made. It was about, uh, the time and energy I put into a fundraiser and then people who may have not necessarily been affected by Alzheimer's, they showed up because it's just an energy of love and it's, and it's so special to feel. And I just, it's rare that I have that anyone has that many people in a room unless you're like at a wedding or whatever. Well, of course, of course. So I I know that's why my kid was crying because he was exactly. like, my you know my mom is so loved and I'm boastfully bragging but also humbly bragging. I had I felt very loved and supported that night. Oh, I love that. I mm -hmm. love that. And then what a beautiful story, like, mm -hmm. you know, just to share in, in so many facets of your life as a mom, as a business owner, mm -hmm. as someone that wants to get back to society, as someone that believes in Alzheimer's, which has touched my family, mm -hmm. you know. Um, well, it's growing. That's one of the reasons. Parents, right? Like, so it's a big That's issue. And the you would think I'd do like skin cancer research or something, but several of the partners, like one of our partners that actually came to the event, she came all the way from Idaho. We actually flew her in for it. Her dad currently is in a facility. Oh. Um, my right-hand woman, Mary, who I've already talked about, I love her. Um, her grandmother died in December. So I, when it came, when I was asked to do it, it just made so much sense because so many people currently in my life were being affected by it. And um, skin cancer research is always something that we give to and, and melanoma, and we work with a lot of um, dermatologists and 
Um, even plastic surgeons, because plastic surgeons cut a lot of skin cancer off. So, but you, everyone was like, why did you go that route? Not everyone, but I had some people ask. And uh, I was like, well, sometimes life just throws other cool things at you that you need to give back to. It doesn't have to always make sense, but exactly there's but a need it out there. Sense. Exactly. Yeah. So I could literally like talk to you for the next seven yeah. hours and I love this and I love mm -hmm. But, and we're going to put all of your information in the show notes so people can yeah, yeah. find you. If you're a spray tanner and you want to like, know, you want to learn from Michelle, you want to be coached by Michelle. Like you just want to love to have you. You want to just yeah. meet Michelle. You live in Savannah and you're like, Hey, listen, I want a really awesome, Come amazing, back. fabulous female to like learn from and just grow from or mm -hmm. go have a glass of wine with. I mean, she is your girl. I um, am. And I can't wait to go and visit there because um, you I, have think to. We, I think we could create a lot of trouble. Um, but I'd with that, that being said, is there anything that you want to leave the um, listeners of Grit, Grace, and Glitz to it today? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on and, uh, and thank you for listening to me. I love um, getting a voice out there to women. And if there's anything I said that touched you, please uh, reach out to me. But I, I think somebody told me, somebody told me to read the Steve Harvey book, Jump, um, on a whim a while back. And I, I don't know, I needed to be told to jump at some point and start and jump in my life. And I, I always go back to that. And I notice it in other people when they're stalling, they're, they, they're giving an excuse to wait. Um, I, I say, just do it. Just um, do it. Just I love it. it. Jump, right? Like, yeah. And it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to no. be glamorous. Like you're allowed to fall. The jump may not mm -hmm. be the right jump. You might have to jump seven more times, but exactly. Because failure is learning. It's not failure. Learning. Amen. You don't fail. learn without failure. Fail you just don't. Fail forward. Fail mm -hmm. forward. Right. Exactly. Like it takes you one step further, sometimes exactly. seven steps further. So with that being True. said, I am so glad you joined us today, Michelle, Thank on you so Great Grace and Glitz. Guys, please send this to someone else. Please reach out to Michelle. Let's go out into the world and share mm -hmm. all of our gritty stories, all of the grace that we have in our life and that we need to give ourselves mm -hmm. more of. And by far, let's sprinkle that gl glitz, like glitter everywhere we go. I and love celebrate that. All of the things that we're doing each and every day. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off here from Grit, Grace and Glitz. Michelle, thank you so much for joining no, thank us today. You, thank you. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.